Blog Talk Radio. And they do not. He then 
got a better Super Bowl winning percentage. Now, I've been debating football for a very long time. It is the first time I've ever had someone want to throw Super Bowl winning percentage at me as if we're the Patriots and you beat us twice in the Super Bowl. See, the Giants and the Cowboys would never play in the Super Bowl. See, we're both in the NFC East and we'll never, ever play in the Super Bowl. So the winning percentage, like, it don't matter because we don't play each other. It would matter if we were in separate conferences. Like, you could say that to a Patriots fan and say, hey, we beat you twice, you know, and and you'd have a valid argument. But against us, it kind of doesn't matter. But, okay, that's your valid point. Then I started thinking that because it's kind of – there's no – there's no winning because I tell you we beat you and you say um, you haven't won a Super Bowl. I tell you we're about to win the division and you say, um, you know, you, you haven't won a, a playoff game in a number of years. I tell you we're going to the playoffs to host the game and you're sitting home and you say you're going to lose in the playoffs. We win in the playoffs, then you say, well, you're going to lose the next game in the playoffs. We win that game, then you're going to say, well, you're going to lose the next game in the playoffs. We go to the Super Bowl, then you're going to say, well, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. And then if lightning strikes and we win a Super Bowl, you're going to say, well, okay, you finally won one. I guarantee you, you won't win one next year. So I'm realizing there's no way to get you to realize how ridiculous when it comes to football. Because I play football. He's a very smart man. But how ridiculous as a Giants fan you sound. Listen, cuz, your team is terrible. I don't know what's going to happen with the Cowboys, but there's kind of an unwritten rule. If your team isn't doing better than the other team, you kind of got to eat some humble pie. We beat you. We're going to win the division this week. Um, we're going to the playoffs. And, you know, I'm a realist. We're going to go to the playoffs. I think we'll win the first game. I'm not sure about traveling out to beat the Rams or to beat the Saints. That's going to be a tall order, and the season might end right about there. So you don't have to wait a few weeks to come back and say, see, I'm a realist, but are you a realist, cuz? Are you understanding how terrible your team is, how bad your quarterback is? You got a great running back. You got a wide receiver who, if he shuts his mouth and plays football, is actually pretty good. But you guys got a lot of problems in, in New York, and you're missing the playoffs for six out of the last seven years. So I don't know. If I'm a fan of the Giants, I think I'm worried more about what the Giants are going to do and not really worry too much about the Cowboys because we're going to playoffs. In a couple weeks, I'm going to be rooting for my team to beat probably Seattle, and Eli's going to be in Mexico somewhere surfing. I don't know, but he won't be playing football. So that's it. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the discussion is over. I don't, I don't think it's kind of like when Nas came out with Ether. There's really no coming back. Uh, until your team actually wins a meaningful game and is relevant again, I don't think we need to keep talking football. Cause, but I love you. Tell the family hello. And uh, have a very, very Merry Christmas. That said, let me bring on Dr. Train. Let me bring on K-Star. JB, I don't know if, you you know, you weren't a part of the discussion. I just wanted you to kind of hear hear it out. I don't know if you had anything to add, but it was kind of, you know, I just wanted you to kind of hear it firsthand. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was able to carve out two minutes during the day today waiting for software to update and happened to stumble upon it, and I thought it was hilarious. 
um, the back and forth, the gibbering and the jabbering that was going on. Uh, I'll, I'll just add my two cents in and, and say this, and then we'll, we'll move on to bigger and better discussions. Never mind the Super Bowls. Never mind Giants being the Patriots. If we're talking Cowboys and Giants, let's talk about head-to-head. So head-to-head, if, if my numbers are correct, Cowboys lead the series 65-46-2. and two. And I'm also looking to see every decade, with the exception of the 2000s, the Cowboys have a winning percentage against the Giants. Monday night football, they're 8-3 and three against the Giants. Sunday night football, they're 8-4 and four against the Giants. Um, I really don't need to go into postseason stuff. It's just you've already touched upon it. It's, it's unnecessary. Not to mention this season, Cowboys have already beaten the Giants once. And looking at the standings, Cowboys are in first place right now. The Giants are in last place right now. There's really nothing else to talk about. We can move on. Let us move on. I think the point's been proven. But we love you because we really do. Yes, yes we do. We do. Yes, we do. And, you know, we will always be connected because we both lost our dads within a couple weeks of each other. So we will always be connected. But uh, it comes to football. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Uh, train and in the words of Martin, in the, in, the, in the words of Martin, you're still my boy. <laughs> All right, uh, are you guys there? Train, K Star, K Star, Train. Yes, uh, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. What's up, y'all? <laughs> oh, I'm here. All right. You guys are good with your family quarrels? <laughs> oh yeah, it's over. It's done. I mean, he'll come back with something, but I, you know, I've done. I've said my piece. Uh, you know, it's, it's, DMV, it's, 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 now that we're actually on to the show, anybody want to call in 347-838-9525. That's 347-838-9525 if you want to call in. But, you know, we've got to give credit where credit is due this week. We are the Bears, the Shuffling Crew. Shuffling on down. And I like to dance, running the ball is like Mickey Moe Man. We had the goal since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. We didn't come here to look for trouble. We just come here to do the Super Bowl shot. All right. I can't do the whole song unless y'all win the Super Bowl. But I gave you a little <laughs> more because y'all won your division. Congratulations, Dr. Train. On, uh, Appreciate it. Uh, so, so far, great, great season. And um, <laughs> you know, I, I give you extra love because you guys have been bottom dwellers, and and you know, you've gone through a lot since Lovey was fired. Um, and uh, hey, man, you know, I know it must be feeling good, man. I know it must be feeling good. Go ahead. Give us your thoughts on being the AFC North champion. 
Um, it is a good feeling. It 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 honestly is. Um, I, I'm really just gonna come from the standpoint of just just watching, finally watching us get a GM. Uh, actually go draft the talent that we needed. Getting the right coaching staff in there, making the blockbuster, making probably I would say it's not probably I think it's the best trade that was made before the season started. Getting Khalil Mack, you added a a tremendous pass rusher to a defense that was already top ten. Oh, is that somebody got background noise? I keep hearing something. No, I don't hear anything. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, but yeah, and it and it finally feels good to get past your your kryptonite per se, because as as uh, even if we would have, you know, even if we win the division, but we don't beat Green Bay in the process, it's not you know it's not the same feeling. But yeah, playing Green Bay the way we played them at the beginning of the season, knowing that we was going to come with that same intensity the second time around and learn from our mistakes. Yeah. They sealed the deal. And, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday felt good. My wife actually sat up here and watched the game with me cheering for my team. It was, it was cute. It was cute. Oh, that's uh, nice, man. <laughs> surprised y'all was able to watch the game. You know what I mean? That's um, nice. but no, nah, man, seriously, we now, and I, and I don't think, you know, every injury can decimate any team and keep you from, you know, from 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 making it to the postseason and from doing well that season. But I really, really feel like Pace has established something in Chicago that will last. You know, a lot of our players are young, and they're actually playing really well. And I'm uh, I haven't even checked, but I'm looking forward to see what the Pro Bowl list look like this year. The first time we're gonna have multiple Bears going to the Pro Bowl in a long time. So well, since since you since you brought up the Pro Bowl, um, <laughs> I happen to have I happen to have the Pro Bowl rosters right here in front of me. So let's all right. Let's look at the uh, NFC. I'm looking for just there's five Cowboys, by the way, but we'll we'll get to that shortly. Uh, let's look at Bears. I'm looking at offense first. And uh, I don't see anybody on offense. Let's go to defense. And uh, Khalil Mack. Kyle Fuller. Eddie Jackson. You mean to tell me they did not send Akeem Hicks? Wow. Wow. Oh, yep. He's the third. Interior lineman. Okay. He's he's there. He's the third one. I missed him. Akeem Hicks behind Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox, which I mean, can't necessarily yeah. that that's not that's not a bad place to be behind those two guys. And so and return specialist Tariq Cohen. Uh, yeah, love it. see that. Five players. I scroll down to special teams, bro. Special teams. Oh, you know what? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get special teams there. I just did it. Literally, I got the text just before the show came on, and so I, uh, I, I, I made print screens real quick. Um, okay. So hey, um, you know, and I, I'll just say this, man. 
get get through this yeah. season, man. Don't be worried about the future. You talking about you know sustaining it? Hey, hey, you got a lot. You got a lot left to do this year. You know. You know, T. You said last week we're about what's behind me. Listen, man. I understand where you're coming from, but if we're a one and gone, then it's for not. You know, we do need sustainment because going up against Green Bay, going up against Minnesota every year, we need sustainment. And so I feel like we have a roster that has sustainment. And I think that's important, uh, even including what's happening this season. Okay. So, so, so I'm help. not not because we're about this year, but I am glad of what I see. It looks like it's but a sustaining roster and not just this season you, only. You just won the division. Enjoy your division win. Get in the playoffs, make some noise. <laughs> I mean, this game, look at what happened to the Eagles in one year. Look what happened to the Jaguars in one year. I I, I understand. (laughs) I'm not, it's not about worrying about next year. I'm speaking on what I've seen my team go through. I've seen my team not have talent. I've seen my team be bottom feeders season after season after season, having a GM that constantly drafts players that don't stick, seeing an entire draft class after two to three years just go. And this is the first time where it looks like, wow, the past two drafts, it looks like we actually got some talent that will stick around. That's what I'm saying. No, I hear you. But what I'm yeah. saying is you don't – you're worrying about something that you really don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not wor- – you're using the wrong word. You keep saying worry. I'm not worried. I'm actually okay, speaking you're fact. I'm just I'm, – yeah, yes, well, and well, I think that's okay. <laughs> okay. I believe that is okay. I, I, I think – I think that – see, I've been there, and the Bears really have never had this type of situation. So I'm, I'm making a suggestion from a friend, enjoy where you're at. Just enjoy this ride, because no matter what you think may happen next year, we don't know. You don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe they'll sustain it, and this can turn into two, three, four, five years, of. but we don't know. But what you do know is you are the champs to death. What you do know is you're going to be hosting a playoff game. Do know is there's an outside chance that you get the first round by. And my suggestion is, don't be worrying about. Okay, I'm saying worrying. Don't be thinking Which, about. I don't. I, in the next couple of years, <laughs> you in a good situation, right? You're in a situation where I wish I was. Look what happened to my team, and we got the, mm. we got the youngest team in the NFL. You think I give a shit about that right now? When we stuck it up on Sunday? Oh. Well, I understand what I understand where you coming from, but I've been a I've been a team seriously devoid of talent, devoid of talent. So I'm going to I am I actually I actually am every single bit of it. When I was when I was a fan in the '90s, I made a mistake of just you know, and in the '90s we had the youngest team in the NFL, and I I just took I just was like oh yeah, Jimmy and this that and I just knew. Next five, six, seven years, and you know, you know, but then Jimmy left, and then you know, things happened, and Switzer, and you know, next thing you know, <laughs> you know, we're sitting there with Dave Campbell as a coach and five and eleven, and I'm like, well, what happened? And I look back on it, and I just wish I had lived in the moment more. I guess that's what I'm saying. I wish I'm I'm giving you. I wish I had really enjoyed, and had I known. 
23 years, we don't even sniff a Super Bowl. We don't even sniff a conference championship game. 23 years. I'm just, I'm sitting there salivating, missing that feeling of, yep, you know the Cowboys are going to be there, man. It was such a great ride. <laughs> it was such a great ride. So that's, that's just a suggestion. I mean, you grow, man, do what you want. This is just a suggestion. Um, I, I hear you. I hear suggesting. Is it that you're making the suggestion? Is if I'm not it's not going to enjoy it? That's 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 what's strange about the suggestion. It's like, yeah, um, that's exactly what I'm doing. I've talked so much trash okay. for the past three weeks. It's been ridiculous. Yeah, garbage is coming out. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Let's switch over to uh, K-Star Steelers. Got a win. And, uh, K-Star, how do you feel about uh, getting a monkey off your back this weekend? Can you do me a favor and play the uh, Unleash Hell clip for me? Can we uh, get that <laughs> do He wants to. Uh, can you do me a favor and get that, <laughs> get that uh, Mike Tomlin uh, Unleash Hell clip? Can we play that? I just told the guys I appreciate the spirit and energy in which they fought. Um, Please don't talk to me about more victories and things of that nature. Uh, that'd be disrespectful to those guys in the room. Uh, we, we didn't get the job done. We came up short. Uh, we accept responsibility for that. Um, you know, we will not go gently. Uh, we will unleash hell here in December because we have to. All right, there you go. <laughs> so, so Mike Tomlin called about redemption. I feel great. I feel great. Um, I'm so excited. I'm about to cut you off real quick because Mike Tomlin called leading up to the Sunday, a week in which he was shrouded with probably the most criticism he's had in his career to date. He called it Redemption Sunday, again, uh, leading up to the game. Um, And not just for him, for the team, given that slide that they were on. Uh, Getting that win was huge, obviously, from a standings perspective. Uh, from a morale perspective, and while he's saying that we're not playing for morale, we definitely are playing to make the playoffs in Ali Shell in December, and that's what the Steelers need to do. And that's what they did on a rival, on a rival that you know some people in the media were saying weren't actually a real rival because the Steelers had a two and eleven record over with against them last you know uh, twelve or thirteen years. But while those games were close yesterday or Sunday, also a close game. Steelers got it done. They should have won last year, too, with the whole Jesse James debacle. Um, but focusing on Sunday, it was great to see the Steelers' defense turn up and play such a great game. They've been leading the NFL in sacks throughout most of the year, and sometimes you would forget that was even a thing, and I brought that up last week, simply because there would be too many spurts where they would just not match that intensity early uh, later on in the game as, as you know, something – as they applied early in games. And throughout the game on Sunday, uh, it was full intensity for 60 minutes. The team responded really well. <clears throat> and I'm really hopeful James Conner set to come back on Sunday. I won't get too far ahead of myself, but um, they needed that so, so, so desperately. And for them to deliver and, and have such a great game, especially on defense, was super exciting to see. And um, it was Redemption Sunday. Well, it was a good win, big win at home. Um, I did pick the Steelers. I mean, I'm sorry. I picked the Patriots based on, you know, the track record. Um, and kind of, it's kind of interesting that even when I'm wrong, I'm kind of still right. Um, 
because all I've been hearing for the last few days is, and actually for the last couple of weeks is kind of what I've been saying. It's just becoming more and more apparent that, you know, while Tom Brady is still a good quarterback, while Tom Brady is still, you know, better than most, he's not the Tom Brady that we have, you know, a year ago won the MVP. He's just not. And that game, there were several throws and plays. You can just see that it just was not. I'm not saying that, that. I'm not saying the Steelers didn't earn that win. I'm not taking anything away. But I just think that that, that issue is it's pretty clear that Tom Brady is no longer elite. He's good, and he's probably still good enough to win. You know, he's still going to win some games, and the team is still good enough to make some noise in the postseason. But you know. What we're used to seeing from Tom Brady, we're not seeing as much of these days. We're seeing bad passes, missed passes, um, you know, you know, him looking uncomfortable in the pocket and not being as, you know, he's not a mobile quarterback, but he was always, he's kind of like Peyton Manning, right? Always knew to take a couple of steps here and there, just enough to give himself, buy himself a little, that split extra second to make that read. And we're not seeing as much of that either. So um, even though I thought they had enough to go in and, and beat your team, um, do, do, you, do you now understand and do you now uh, concede that this, 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 this one-time elite Superman quarterback is now on the decline? That's the U.K. start. Um to me. Well, I'll say that he hasn't been playing well recently. Uh, I think on Sunday it was more of, you know, of course I'm biased, but I think it more to do with the Steelers defense. T.J. Watt, I mean, he had little time to throw throughout the game. T.J. Watt and Hayward were all over him. However, there's no denying either when, from a statistical standpoint and even from an eye test standpoint. The level of play has declined this year. Um, I still think he's – I mean, I still, I'll put it like this. To me, he's still a four horseman. You know, it hasn't fallen off – his level of play hasn't fallen off a cliff like Tom, uh, like Peyton Manning did his final year. He's not at that, you know, at that point. Um, I mean, do you still yeah, – when we talk about you, do you still consider him a four horseman? I, I would say only by career he's a four horseman. I think this year if you picked four quarterbacks, I don't think he'd be one of them. I mean, yep. certainly Mahomes, Breeze, immediately. Um, Andrew Luck, over his last six or seven games, is lighting it up. Um, let me, let me, let me, Rivers. Let me for a minute. Phillip Rivers, thank you. I knew there was another one. Phillip Rivers, um, you know, I, I don't see him as top four. Um, even I test right now. Like I said, it's you know it's hard it's hard because we're so used it's the same thing we had we dealt with with Peyton same thing we dealt with with Brett Favre I mean it comes a point in time where the decline is real and you know we think we see it we think we see it, we think we see it but then all of a sudden okay I mean the Steelers hey not taking anything away y'all won that game and and that's that but you know this team's got five losses. This team lost two games in a row in, in December. Like, that never happens. Like, there's all of these first times in a long time with this Patriots team. And, you know, with Tom Brady, 
we're used to, you know, 12 wins a year and, you know, first round by and, you know, all of this stuff don't look like it's happening this year. And his stats are good. He's got good numbers, but they're not elite. And I guess that's my point is I think it's, I think it, there's no denying that uh, he's a four horseman because he's the greatest of all time. You know, and you, and you can't, I mean, we kept Peyton Manning in there until he retired. And Peyton Manning his last two years was not a four horseman by, by statistics. He was a four horseman by reputation. He was a four horseman because even, even when he wasn't very good, he was cerebral enough to still go out there and win a Super Bowl. He was still a lot enough out there with poor stats to go win a game. And I think Brady can still play well enough to win games and make, and make an impact. But, you know, now if you said, okay, um, you know, if you, if, you, if you have a game that you need to win, it's Tom Brady, the guy you go to. All of a sudden now, maybe he's not. You know, maybe, maybe it's Phillip Rivers. Maybe it's Mahomes. Maybe it's, well, for me, it's Breeze. I mean, you know, you know he, he's had a bit of a decline the last few weeks himself. He's getting, I'm beginning to wonder, did Dallas show a blueprint? Or is this guy starting to, you know, is he hitting the wall or something now? Because his last few weeks has Big not ben, been bro. very good. What's that? Yeah. So Big Ben, bro. Yeah. Second in the league in passing yards and 30 touchdowns this year. So, cool. So Big Ben, man, he's he's second in touch or he's uh, got 30 touchdown passes and second in passing yards. He's doing his thing too. Well, there you go. So you know, yeah. I think we're seeing. Um, I, I think uh, you know, I, I think we're going to see. I think we're transitioning right now. You know, I think we're going to see. We're going to see Brady and Breeze and. Dare I say Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. You know, again, it's hard to accept that some of these guys are getting up in age, and maybe you know, you know, this game, this game is a funny game. You get hit, and you get hit, and you get hit. There's no telling how those hits are going to re- affect each player. You know, there's no telling. And Brady has done a good job of avoiding the big hit. But maybe, maybe you know. I think we're gonna. I think we're starting to see a lot of these young guys are really starting to light it up. We might be seeing a change in the guard in the next couple of years. We might be selecting a new force. I don't know. Train, any thoughts on this quarterback discussion? <laughs> I, I I agree uh, with, with that very last statement you just said. There's a there's a new batch of quarterbacks coming in, and it it. it, it I mean, it's it, it it's 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 inevitable. <laughs> These guys can't play forever, uh, but you just enjoy you just enjoy what um, what you have seen from them. You enjoy the performances that they have, uh, what they've done on the field. So, but um, there's a new batch coming in, and so at some point, all four of those four horsemen that we call will be replaced. Heck, Peyton Manning went out, we replaced him. Uh, Tom Brady may be next. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who knows? But um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with anything you guys you guys have said. Um, just hope one of my quarterback, my quarterback, is in that list of four horsemen. We'll see. Man, you got some ways to go, bro. Just calm down. <clears throat> See, there you go. See, your team ain't your team can't do anything it's without true. a run game anyway. We've had a run game. Shots had fired, and you ain't even you ain't even locked that division down. I'm just saying, you fired shots, man. Telling me to calm down, like I can't have hope. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I'm tired. You have you've had too much hope lately. All right, let's, let's pipe let's pipe down a little bit with that. All don't the hope. get mad because we're crushing it. Just be glad you ain't have to play us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. This may not be the week, man. This ain't the week, man. Let him have his moment. You know, you bad choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let him have his moment. Just saying. Um, well, let me have my moment. We won three. We lost three straight, and now we beat the Patriots. Damn it! Did you win the division? It's been a while since I've been on the winning. It's been, it's been a while since you had a win. It's been a while since you had a win, right? Did you win? You are still. You are still in the possibility that you will not make the playoffs <laughs> exactly. after this win. Yeah, you are still in a situation where you can be on the outside looking in. Yeah, bro, you yeah, still you skating on thin ice. Get, you can't get his moment where his team clinched the division and your team hasn't quit. One, you're not even playoffs yet. You getting the playoffs? Hey man, this, this was this segment was Steeler specific, so you know. You yeah, know. and I switched to talking right. quarterbacks because we went no, to no, Steelers no, train. quarterback. Yeah, I know. Train had to throw Mitch Trubisky four horsemen. It was just, it was just too much. I, I just said I hope he's in the I'm conversation just, hard time. down the road. I know time. you are. I know you are. You need to be holding up that window up. That's what you need to be doing because that motherfucker is coming down real quick. You, you better put a, a prop, a book, or something in there. You better get some help because, man, y'all ain't no air, ain't no breeze coming through there right now. You got the Colts, the Titans, and you got three A16s knocking on the door, not to mention Baltimore is like divot at the hill. Boy. And don't forget about the Browns, even though they're two games out. Who would have thought? They the sure Browns are. Would be in the discussion. Ravens, mm-hmm. They're on the pink six the just pink. because. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think you know the jabs are fun. I think we all know that the money is on the Steelers to find a way back into the playoffs. Um, as much as I hate to admit it, I think that's. That's where the good money lies. But, you know, anything's possible. But i tell you, I, I know a couple quarterbacks I don't ever expect to see as four horsemen. One name is Dak Prescott. The other one is Mitch Trubisky. Sorry, Train, but <laughs> I don't think our quarterbacks are destined to be four horsemen. Your quarterback's probably better than mine, but um, we, we, we have quarterback issues. We, we are fortunate to have a lot of other talent on our team. And when our quarterbacks make questionable choices, then we've got defenses and certain offensive weapons that can compensate, um, which leads me to my next topic. JB, I need your help here, man. Um, you know, Cowboys win five straight. They lose, which was not a shock to go into Indy and lose to a team that's won six out of seven and lose to Andrew Luck, who's looking like Andrew Luck from a few years ago again. Um, it wasn't a shock to lose to the Colts, whose defensive coordinator just came from Dallas, spent seven years with Dallas as linebackers coach and passing game coordinator. Don't ask me how he had both positions, but that's what he did. So, so as we saw Tennessee do this to the Patriots with uh, Vrabel, um, it wasn't shocking to see that they had Dallas at number. What was shocking was the fact that Dallas first shut out in 15 years. Like, couldn't score eight points. Not eight points. That's what happened. Shocked that. 
So yeah. I, I need Jake to come in here and help me out because uh, yeah, I didn't watch know, the game. At the same I need time, the, the the Eagles and the Redskins both won, so they're now a game back. Now we're faced with a must win because you don't want to you don't want this lingering to the last week of the season. You, you just don't. You want to take care of your business at home Sunday. So, Jay, I set you up nice. Help me out here, cuz, uh, bro. Well, I, too, am surprised at the fact that they put up the goose egg. I, was, I wasn't surprised either that the Colts would win. I mean, they've been playing really good football, consistent football lately. Andrew Luck is looking like the Andrew Luck of old. T.Y. Hilton is looking like the T.Y. Hilton of old, even with the ankle injury. But and I wish I was able to join last week because here's here's the problem that I have and have had. Mario Cooper is definitely number one receiver and he has been a a spark to say the least to the Cowboy offense. But the question remains and, and I think we're finding it out a little bit, what happens when you neutralize Amari Cooper? And and I think we caught a glimpse of it last week, this this past Sunday. It looked like the same offensive old, at least from a statistical standpoint, because unfortunately I didn't get to see the game, but just from a statistical perspective, it seemed like the Cowboys of, of old pre-Amari Cooper. That's not good news. There, there needs to be another weapon, and that's the fear I had was the Eagles game should have been a blowout. The Cowboys should have just annihilated them. The Saints game, quite frankly, should have been a blowout, should have annihilated them. The fact they only won those two games by three and six points respectively had me very concerned on the offense. Defense seemed like it would be on point, and it has been. But they need another player besides Amari to step up because if you neutralize him and you don't feed Zeke enough, we're back to the same old Cowboy offense. We're back to being conservative. So they have to find somebody else to pick up the slack. And – they also need to find a way to get special teams involved because we are getting close to the playoffs now, trying to get the division title, trying to get in and make a deep run. You have to be successful on all three fronts, offense, defense, and special teams. And I don't know about you, but I have yet to hear or see anything from a special teams perspective outside of missed field goals, blocked field goals, and things of that nature. So they need to play better from the offense and special teams and get some, some depth going on on the, the wide receiver front. So the the, the, the the question was, help me out, make me feel better. You've done none, none of the above. None. <laughs> you, you've, you've done none of it. You're welcome. You have not made me feel a little better. You're welcome. So, so I guess I've got to take this on and make myself feel better. I, I, I opened it up for you to help me out here, and instead you made me feel worse. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I love it. <laughs> All right, oh, so, man. Um, I do what I do because I do what I does. Yeah, you did what you did, too. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that um, with all the respect in my heart, I disagree with my brother. I don't think they need to find – I think they have the weapons that they need. Um, they just didn't execute. And – you know, you won five games, including beating the Saints and the Eagles. Yeah, probably the score didn't reflect, you know, how the game should have been played out. But, you know, you, you won some very some very big games with Amari Cooper. And so Amari Cooper has four catches for 32 yards. It doesn't mean now we need to go find another weapon. You got the weapons. You got Cole Beasley. You got 
you know, the game a week ago, you had 11 targets to your tight ends. Your tight ends are starting to wake up. Um, If there was a spot for me to worry, it would be, are they going to burn Zeke out before they even get into the playoffs? Why the hell Jason Garrett had Zeke in that game late when you're down 23 to nothing? What did you think was going to happen, JG? What, what you, do you really think you were going to get three possessions and get three touchdowns and three? Yang scored one touchdown all game, but now in the last three to four minutes of the game, you're going to get three possessions, three touchdowns, and three two-minute conversions? Like, just a little bit to say, you know what, we're going to pull a couple of these guys and rest them up and regroup because we're going to win this division next week at home. But, no, let's play everybody to the last minute for nothing. That was just stupid. Just stupid. Um, my optimism comes from the fact that the team did win five in a row. And when their backs have been against the wall, they have shown to fight back and play well. And, you know, they go to play a Colts team. This isn't a rival. They knew they had a two-game lead. Um, you know, they, they, they got a little reading a little bit too much of their press, the nickname Hot Boys for the defensive line and all this. You know, I, I, I follow this team as close as I can follow from Bristol, Connecticut. And I was hearing it, it made me think of – and the ESPN just did a whole thing on it. We've had Eric Clemens on this show, the Mike Tyson fight in Japan against Buster Douglas. It, it so made me think, and, and, and the reason is because you, you, you go in reading too much of your own press and feeling really good about yourself and forgetting what you did to get to this point, and you go in there and the team kicks your ass. And that's really what they did. They beat you by doing what you do. They put pressure on the quarterback, which is what Dallas has been doing all year, and they ran the football with some guy named Mac. Okay? It wasn't Khalil yeah, Mac. It wasn't Return <laughs> of the Mac. You know what I mean? It wasn't Ben Mac. It wasn't Bob McAdoo. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it was some Mac guy that came in and ran for 139 yards. The first guy to run for 100 yards on Dallas all, all year. It was... To me, after I had to go through my little bit of, okay, Cowboys lost, Redskins won, Eagles won, um, uh, yeah, we'll get into fantasy football in a few minutes because a little bit there, too, to discuss. But as I went through all that, I said, okay, we're going to take this ball, we're going to wrap it up, we're going to throw it away. The, the, the other issue that I want to just – I want to take on real quick is – I know what the Cowboys meant, but I don't like that they came out and publicly said it. You guys are you guys get paid a lot of money to play this game. I don't want to hear my team come out and say this was a good loss. I know what you meant. I know it was a wake up call. I know it was yeah, I get all that, all those hyperboles and I get all that. That ain't what you say in an interview. You know, maybe we needed this. Maybe we needed to, you know. No. No. This ain't basketball where you play 82 games. This isn't baseball where you pay 162 games. You play 16 games. The division was on the line. No, you didn't need – you shouldn't need a wake-up call. You could have the division. And I'm sorry. I will take this to my grave. If these two teams played again tomorrow, the Cowboys would whoop their candy ass. 
whoop them, not just beat them. They would destroy them. They are the better team. They just weren't on Sunday. Coaches came in determined and mollywhopped them. But I don't want to hear this. It was a good loss. Zeke, Tank Lawrence, all y'all pro bowlers, congratulations. I don't want to hear that crap. I don't want to hear that crap. Um, any comments from the peanut gallery? Uh, train, K-Star? Uh, peanut gallery. And then she'll listen right. to the peanut gallery. She'll listen to the peanut well, gallery. Well, was really more directed to the peanut gallery train. Believe, believe I was going to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's more welcome, Jay. Your little little Um, post about uh, wasn't I right, wasn't I right. Yeah. Oh, man. Wasn't I? I I guess I was, uh, like I said, I know we was. We were shooting through text messages. I was really trying to, I was trying to follow you guys' game. uh, uh, At least kind of at this did I have you guys on the yeah, I think I had you guys on the other TV, but I was trying to follow you guys' game and see what happens. When I when I saw that y'all weren't scoring, I was I was it was it, it was a bit of a shock. So I'm um I I guess without trying to go through every detail, just what happened offense. I know you went for a few fourth downs that you didn't make, but like for to just get to the point where it's just where you don't score anything. Listen, the, the first half, we we dominated time of possession, moved the ball up and down the field like nothing. Um, the, the field goal kick that was blocked was low. Uh, I don't know what Maher, I, you know, they, they cut Dan Bailey. They put, they said, this is the guy. Um, he has been okay, but not, not great. I'm not sure. With all the great decisions that this team has made roster-wise, I'm questioning this one, to be totally honest with you. Um, you know, but to me, the play of the game, to me, that they just never really recovered from, and this is where I say Dak needs to be better. Um, you've got a third and goal, and they did a nice little trick play, and they had the fullback wide open in the flat, and he just, he didn't make the catch. And it was like it was like he was like K Star dancing because he was trying to clap and he just missed time. I saw that. I saw that play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah looks okay. Like K-Star. And and if you watch the play, there's a tight end running in the back of the end zone. I don't. I didn't catch which tight end it was. Wide open. Wide open. And that didn't. Neither did that. See him. Didn't, didn't go there. But that should have been the pass right there. Because this guy had caught one pass all year, maybe two. You know, so why do you decide to call the play? I, I don't get This guy is not, he's a blocker. And he doesn't play that much. He plays special teams, and every once in a while he'll come in and block. He's a fullback. And why all of a sudden they decide to throw him that ball, I have no idea. But that was a, that was a touchdown, and then they went for it on fourth down, and Zeke got crushed. And, you know, after the game just never really, you know, they made plays here and there, and, but, you know, penalty. It was, it was one of those things where they just never really got back on track. And the second half, you know, then the, the, the time of possession flipped, and then they started running Mac, and Cowboys, they couldn't tackle. I mean, it just it was a snowball because they came out looking good. Came out looking good. And they missed that field. Oh, no, okay. Okay. And and had they scored that touchdown, 
I think we'd talk about a different outcome. But that that so that, I noticed. What? I was I was gonna say real quick. I, I didn't watch the game. I plan on watching it because honestly, I was. I expected it at least be a higher scoring, but looking at it, looking at some stats right here, I mean, every single one of Dallas's possessions, they actually did at least get to the other side of the field, which is rare. Um, every single one. They got to the first drive. They got to the moment, you know, 30-yard line for a block field goal. They got to the five-yard line, that second drive that he was just talking about where they missed it or they had a turnover on downs. Um, to the opponent, 47, to 41, 39, 41. It seems like whenever they cross the other uh, cold side of the field, they just bog down in key situations on third and fourth down. Just a quick look at this data. Obviously, I didn't watch the game, but it looks like they didn't have much problems moving the ball until it was like key situational football type down in distance. So, um, yeah, first definitely half, they were the ball just fine. To play better. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. they were down 10 nothing. But in the second half, the coach came out, got the ball first, and, um, you know, Dallas never really got their legs underneath them in the second half. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, it, you know, similar. There have been games like, you know, uh, there have been games like that. Every team has had a game like that. Every team. So, you know, you, know, you, you win five games, you're riding high, and then you come crashing down to earth. Now all you got to do is pick yourself up. And if you can't go home and beat Tampa Bay on Sunday, then you don't deserve to win a division. You don't deserve to be a playoff team. If you can't beat that team in your stadium on Sunday, I don't really care what else happens. I, 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 I'm not going to be happy. I don't care if Philly and Washington both lose and we still back into the playoffs. I won't have much faith that this team will do anything in the postseason if you go and let a not very good Tampa Bay team come into your stadium when you're playing to win the division. You got a 1 o'clock game, and you win, and the division is yours. T-shirts and hats are printed up, ready to go. They were ready to go last week. They had to put them away to this week. Go ahead, you got, they need to go and handle their business. Really all I got to say. You disgusted thinking about the damn game. All right. Let's move on. Um, let's jump to some special segments. Um, JB, you were out last week. I don't know if you're prepared to do Phenom or Peon this week. Yeah, I show up. I show up with my hard hat, so I'm ready. So let's get right to it. So Phenom of the week is going to be twofold. Um, I, I have to give half of it to the 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 Bears and, and Khalil Mack just because they're getting that monkey off the back. Uh, folks, seeing them play against Green Bay, I don't know, a lot of folks may have had Green Bay winning just because they know how Aaron Rodgers is, but to to win against them, clinch the division, uh, Mack having two and a half sacks, got to give it to him. Also, um, Derrick Henry of the uh, Titans, he's combined for, I think, 408 yards over the last two games. And uh, he had 170 and a couple of touchdowns. Got to give it to him, um, really keeping the Titans in the playoff line. Peons of the week. Oh, boy, where do I go with this one? Um, gosh, I had that one and I lost it. Um, give me a second on that one. Peons of the week. 
Well, I mean, part of it will, will be the Cowboys. Be my boys for, for putting up that goose egg, for, for not fully executing and trying to get over that hump and never really did. I was not expecting a shutout. T was expecting a shutout. I was expecting a, a better performance offensively. So I have to um, have to go that route with it. Um, Ola Wale. I know there's some others. I just can't the, think of any. Ola Wale is the number 49 uh, fullback who not only didn't didn't catch the ball, but if you watch him, I mean, if he's not on the next episode of Come On, Man, then they ain't doing their job. Because he didn't even, like I said, it was like he was trying to clap and mistimed his clap. Like he was clapping to the wrong beat because he went and closed his hands too fast. And the ball hadn't even gotten there yet, and he was closing his hands. It was bad. So, so, so for me, he's peon because, come on, man, you got to catch that ball. You didn't put your hands on it. I mean, that could have made a little bit of a better pass, but it was still very catchable. Still very catchable. And, and Just saying. I know who the other one was too. It was um, it was Jared Goff. He's he's not playing well. I mean, bottom line, he is not playing well at all. He is making the Rams really look susceptible right now and vulnerable. I think he's thrown seven picks, six picks, seven picks over the last two weeks, and they've lost both of those games. I, I was surprised to see the Eagles come in and 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 pull out a victory for the second year in a row with, with Old Saint Nick heading up the offense for the Eagles. So that was the other one. I just couldn't put my name on name to it. So he's just the piano of the week as well for the, the turnovers, not taking care of the football, and just not playing to the level that we've seen him play earlier in this season. All right. <clears throat> All right. Um, K-Star, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Um, kicking off Bonafide, I'm going to start with uh, two players who did not make the Pro Bowl from my Steelers on defense. Um, not not quite sure why. And we're talking about T.J. Watt and Joe Hayden. <clears throat> T.J. Watt and Joe Hayden both were key on Sunday. Uh, we saw what they did Tom Brady. Watt had a, uh, one sack on, on Tom and also had three QB hits, uh, one resulting in an interception by Mr. Joe Hayden. And, I mean, T.J. Watt on the year, with 11 sacks, 20 quarterback hits, so that's 2.2 um, impact plays per game against the quarterback. Uh, he's number 10 in the NFL in that statistic. Uh, I'm not sure, not sure how he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he's been an elite pass rusher for the number one ranked team in the NFL in terms of generating sacks on a per-game basis. Uh, the guy to be second-year player, uh, first-year player. He was awesome as a defensive rookie. Had seven, uh, had seven sacks his first season, uh, despite playing uh, uh, half the games in schedule eight. So shout out to T.J. Watt keeps getting better, and he and Joe Hayden, pretty much a leader on defense for the Steelers. Um, and real quick on Joe Hayden, uh, this dude only allows 30 yards per game, which is third in the NFL uh, amongst starting cornerbacks. You know, he allows only 5.3 yards per target, which is fourth. The guy's in a monster for the Steelers' defense. Definitely, by far and away, our best secondary player. Always trusts him to shadow and, and lock down his side of the field. Um, so, got to give them credit because they, without them, uh, we only scored 14 points. So, definitely needed an elite effort from those two. We got it. Um, Boner front. So, Tevin Coleman. <clears throat> 
if you were a fantasy owner this season, probably were disappointed as a Tevin Coleman owner. Um, Tevin Coleman has always been a super talented guy coming out of Indiana. He was a second-round draft pick. And this was his first year, really, as a featured runner with Devontae Freeman missing the year. So he really had an opportunity to shine and make himself a lot of money in the free agent, free agent market this coming off season. Not sure he did that. Um, you know, total yards, he's averaging 70 yards per game, you know, which is solid, but that's rushing and receiving, only 50 yards per game on the ground, not going to, not getting it done. On the NFL's 32nd-ranked rush offense, um, that's just that's – just, that just isn't cutting, bro. I mean, he's had four. I'm sorry, he's had uh, six games this year with less than 50 yards rushing. Not a featured runner. Um, although he had a big game against Arizona, that is fool's gold. Arizona's a 32nd ranked rush defense in the league. That's like the least he could do at this point is have one good game against a terrible rush defense. But um, yeah, Tevin Coleman disappointing fantasy owners this year and probably cost himself a lot of money, uh, which is. Too bad, really talented player out of Indiana and uh, has elite <clears throat> has elite traits, but can't quite put together as a running back for whatever reason. Wait, wait, wait. is it? Is, he plays for Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Ain't, ain't, ain't he like? Wasn't he like third string before injuries? He's the backup. No, he, he was. That's why I don't. I'm, I'm trying to understand what your segment is about, bro. Because a backup, it's on You're the backup. Yeah, Devontae Freeman for the start. So? Devontae Freeman. Starting running back. Who right. Wait, Kevin, hold, hold on. Where have you been? Where have you been? Hold on. Where have you been? No, Kevin I, I've Coleman been and Devontae. Stop. Let me talk. Let me respond. Let me respond to your question. I, I don't get Kevin it. Coleman. Okay. Bonafide. First of all, Bonafide and Bonafront. Who is legitimate and also is it legitimate going forward? Kevin Coleman had a monster game, 145 rushing yards against the Cardinals. However, he is cool school, right? So I target players who often are coming out with good performances who I don't think likely will repeat itself for one reason or another. Now, Tevin Coleman, who you say is a back and running back, um, the dude was, first of all, was a second-round draft pick. And he and Devontae Freeman spearheaded one of the best rush attacks in the NFL a couple, just two years ago that led him to the Super Bowl. He's always been a big part of their offense. Always has been a big part of their offense. Um, definitely during Mike Shanahan era, and he's had his opportunity this year as the number one ranked runner, or as a, a future back in that offense, and he just hasn't gotten it done. And also, bro, it's week 16 or week 15. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> I mean, there's only so many players left to go through. We'll find somebody else, man. Keep shifting through the flowers. Find somebody else because I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think he's – I wouldn't put him as going to front. I think he is similar to uh, Tariq Cohen with the Bears. He is more of the scat back. He is really not truly really a featured back. That that role would go to Devontae Freeman, um, and he's been out. But I also want to say I think it's more reflective of the Falcons' offense and Thank how you. happy they are. I don't think it's a reflection on the fact that that he's not a a good running back. I think it's just that Matt Ryan is the one that's going to be slinging the rock, and the the play calling that they have doesn't feature him in the running back capacity that you're probably expecting. So if you want to put bone front on anything, I put it on the play calling more so than on the player. Yeah, I I agree with JB, and I I think he's a victim of the scheme. 
and the fact that, you know, he he is not the feature back. You know, yes, he's had – he's played, you know – This year, he had feature back opportunity. Uh, okay, but he he wasn't – he the scheme was not for him to be the feature back. He he got feature back opportunity after being the backup because that was Devontae, I had Devontae Freeman on my team, like on my fantasy yeah. team, and it was Devontae Freeman's job. Um, you know, it's kind of like last year when we argued about Zeke and Bell, and you kept saying to me that Bell was a better back because he's catching balls out of the backfield. And I said, well, the Cowboys aren't using them that way. So this year you see Zeke catching balls out of the backfield because it's part of the scheme. Well, you know, I think the Falcons' scheme has been very pass-happy. Thus, Matt Ryan with a crappy team is like second in the league in passing yards. If you guys can keep me honest on that, but I think he's second or third in the league in passing yards on a crappy Atlanta team because they're pass-happy. So I, I think he's a victim of the scheme more so than a lack of talent. I think it's just the scheme is it? he, you know, they're not trying to make him Devontae Freeman. They're trying to win with Matt Ryan's arm. And clearly that ain't working. Speaking of going front, but I, y'all know how I feel about Matt Ryan. Stupidest MVP so award ever. That, in my you guys feel that Tevin, is, so, okay. Is Tevin Coleman bona fide? Is that what the three of you are saying right now? Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, it's your segment. You do what you want. I would just disagree with you. I would no, 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 I know. I, that would be my position. I, I, yes, I, based on, he's just neither, man. Like, right. It, it, it'd be different if he was if he took over the feature back. I mean, if he was if he won the rollout right and they started out with him as the starter, and you got to this point, you say he's on the front. I'd be like, okay, he just he was always the back. He wasn't drafted. He, he wasn't even drafted. He was drafted to be the starter, first of all. Devontae Freeman, they just I, I, got lucky. I, with. I get all that, but in that offense, on that roster, he didn't beat out Freeman. Freeman was the man, and he complimented Freeman. It was a different running style, and so with two different running backs, two different running styles, you know, that's how they attack teams. And by himself, it's different when someone takes the role. So, yeah, uh, not, not bona fide or bona fide, just a running back. Right. Yeah, well, a lot of teams, a lot of teams he's a free agent. He's a free agent this offseason, so teams got to make the call whether they feel he's bona fide or bona front. They're going to throw money his way. So we'll see. But he didn't do much to impress well, be, with his opportunity. He's going to be bona front street then. <laughs> okay. Um. Before we do train segment, um, real quick, um, fantasy football. So, Dr. Train held down his end of the deal, and we'll be representing. I'm announcing it because it's not right for you to announce the fact that you're going to the AFL championship since you run the league. So, I'll announce it. But Train is going to the EAFL fantasy football championship against Twitter, uh, who beat me. Um, I just, you know, my players didn't show up, so. Um, wasn't even close, but hey, I had a good year and I'm happy with it. But congratulations to Train for making it to the championship, and it should be a good battle between him and Pimmer. Pimmer has won twice. Uh, yes, he's won That's two, what, at least two. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. And you got you have one already, right, Train? Nah, man, I, I made it to oh. one against um 
against um, your good friend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your good friend. Uh, <laughs> damn, I can't even remember his nickname now. <laughs> I'm so hard about it. Um, he used to be your co-commissioner at one point. Oh, why can't I get? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I lost against Coach K in the finals on uh one time. Hey, we need to go back because you're saying I only won one and I'm pretty sure I've won two. We gotta go back and recreate and document all our champions. Because Isn't I've that stored on NFL dot com? Well, we were on Yahoo before that though. You won one uh, and then K Star and then case you won one. K-Star joined that year, and then K-Star won the very next year. The only repeated champions, I believe, are Pimmer and uh, Little Giants. And I, 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 do you have a list? Because I honestly think, I honestly think on this one you might be mistaken. I think I may have won twice. I, I, I really do. And I try to go through What's my old emails to see if NFL I can. NFL normal Kisa history. Yeah, but we did we, we were on we Yahoo. Have one. We were on Yahoo first. So I, Yeah, so I'm looking at it. it according to this, you guys have been in this league on NFL dot com anyway since two thousand nine. Is that right? Probably. Uh, we, but we no, don't like no, T you were able I thought you were able to bring the stuff over when you came though. When no, you moved. I thought you were able to No, no, there's no there was no way to do that. They don't. They don't so, talk to um, each other. Yeah. Morning, so two thousand since two thousand nine anyway. T's won. T won in twenty eleven. Yeah. Timbers won. So, yeah. Won, Timbers won three times. Timbers the defending yeah. champion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the the first year the first year of the league was two thousand was two thousand uh, is either seven or eight. Uh, on NFL.com nah. in 2009, but that's NFL.com. Yeah, but we no, did we, Yahoo. It was more than two years on Yahoo. See, I'm even wondering if you were even if you were even in the very beginning train, if you were even there. The first the first person to run the league when I joined was um, uh, Bama. And Bama had that funny roster with two quarterbacks in it. It was so quirky. And he nah, ran it one I, year. I, I, <laughs> And I see now I know. See now I know you're missing because I ran it before Bama, so you're definitely. I started it, and I ran it first. So I just to go back, dig deep into my emails, and see what I can find because I have all my emails. um, Oh, yeah, that was the first. Well, that was the that was the first year that that we took because because we weren't playing fantasy football when we were playing Madden, so. We took the people that was in Madden, our Madden group, yeah. and those that that became our that became our fantasy football league. And the first person to run it at that time was was Bama. Yeah, nah, I I ran it before Bama. I'm telling you, because I started it. It was probably before Train was I, playing with in the league. I, I, I'm thinking Train might have missed the season, um, but I have to. I, I'm, I'm going off of. I'm going off of memory, but and I'm not trying to make myself better than I am. I'm just I'm feeling really confident that I won, uh, I won two in the EAFL, and and I know it wasn't two on NFL.com, but 
I have to go back and see if I can dig up. I tried looking over the weekend, but <clears throat> uh, I've got, I have every, I have like, I pay for my Yahoo email. So when you pay mm-hmm. for it, you get to keep them all. So I've got literally hundreds of thousands of emails. And I try to Google like Yahoo search to try to find, but it's, it's hard to determine what word I would use that would, that would, that would show me. So I, I'm going to do some research. I'm, I will get back okay. to you guys. Okay, um, it'll definitely be before note, I joined you guys. Okay. But on that note, I am going back to the NBX Fantasy Football Championship where I have won one. I've been three times. I went three years in a row. And on my third year back in 2013, I won. And I have not been back to championship since. But I will be back this Sunday. I'm very worried because Drew Brees has not played well. And I need Drew Brees to play well. <laughs> um, but I am going back to that one. And um, uh, are you in it? Let me see. What? I never know who you are in, in this fish because I see a person named Krypton. I see a person named King Floyd. I see a person named EAFL. I was like, EAFL is me. You EAFL. Team Floyd okay. is JB, and, and Krypton Warriors is Daryl. And it's a total okay. coincidence that he's the Krypton Warriors over there, and I'm Krypton in, like, total coincidence. Total. And K-Star is not in his league, or I can't remember. Was that? Was K-Star in his league or not in his league? Yeah. He's in both leagues. Which one? No, I'm in one. I'm only in one with you guys. Oh, you're only in one? I thought you were in both. No, I think oh. we were talking about trying to get him in any any other. And trust me, I, I believe you'll be more competitive than some of these folks I see. Because to go zero and thirteen in the whole season, you ain't do something. Okay, you need to do something. Like <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You're supposed to be to win one or two games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can win. You can win three accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I you really like hoping, it, man. I wanted to play train in the EAFL championship, man. I wanted that one. Oh, but, yeah. Um, wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. So, congratulations. And, hey, maybe we'll both win, <laughs> you know, come in here, uh, our next show, and uh, both of us be winning uh, fantasy that football. Was, that would be awesome. So, yeah, I would have to be. say I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad he changed the rule for the draft pick order. I thought that was uh, – that was a good move. Good, 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 good guy that runs that league. Yeah, he is good. He was. Uh, I met him through JB. JB knows him and his whole. I know them now, but it was originally JB's uh, friends and stuff. So um, yeah, he's a good dude. Good family. Good people. So. Yep. All right, train. Let's go through these. Uh, let's go through this pick six. Um, I'm gonna ask if we can kind of go through this kind of quick, brother. Me, brother, has to get up. Hey, little, little, little quickie. Um, I'm heading to New York tomorrow, and I don't try to talk much about my day job on the show, but, um, I'll, you know, and many of you know I am a banker. <clears throat> I do work for Wells Fargo, and uh, tomorrow morning we are doing a um, holiday uh, giveaway, um, food kind of food pantry giveaway, and we're going to be on Good Morning America, the 8 o'clock segment tomorrow morning. Uh, I cannot guarantee that I will be on TV. I may or may not, 
we don't know who gets on and who doesn't. We may all be on. I, mean, I don't know. Won't know till I get there. But I'll be there. <laughs> um, so I have to get up really early tomorrow and drive to the train station and take the train and then Uber to the to the Hudson Yards where uh, they film uh, or broadcast Good Morning America. So um, so I'm gonna DVR it. You know, guys interested, you can catch us at eight o'clock my time segment. And uh, hey, you might see me on TV tomorrow. But uh, that said, I'm going to ask Shane if we can kind of double time it through these picks so we can get done with the show and brother can go horizontal okay. and get some sleep. Okay, we'll do. Uh, I will try and uh, DVR it because uh, that's 5 a.m. Yeah, and I move on, on vacation. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, um, uh, so we 15 results. Uh, let's just say, I'm just to say, overall, overall, it was good games, good football this weekend. It really was. Um, I know I definitely enjoyed being on the winning end of that. Uh, but as far as uh, our, our pick, pick six plus one for week 15, K-Star out on top, pretty good at five and five and two. Uh, T right behind him with four and three, and uh, both Jay and I came in at two and five. I had to get back with y'all on the overall stack because I cannot find my other sheet that I that I wrote down to to yeah, keep I can track. Help you out. I'm still in first place. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, you did have more than one game lead on K-Star, so, yeah, that would mean you are still in first place. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a game back. Let's go. Um, you definitely gained some traction, though, at, at, at going five and two. That was that was pretty impressive, especially with the with the number of upsets and the calls and these games. Um, so, week 16, uh, let's just go through real quickly. Uh, uh it features most of the NFC East, uh, and I did not. I, I included everyone except the Cowboys. I didn't see any of us picking against the Cowboys. <laughs> um, but uh, first, we got the Skins at the Titans. It's a big game for the Skins, big game for the Titans. Titans need to win to stay in contention. Skins actually need to win to stay in contention. I mean, this is, to me, it's a big game for for two teams on in two different conferences. So, uh, real quickly, going around, K-Star, J, JV, then T, who we got? K-Star, that will be your moment right now. Yeah, repeat repeat the game. It's uh, Skins, Redskins against the Titans. And you're at the Titans, Redskins at Titans. Oh, yeah. Give me Tennessee. Derrick Henry's on a roll. Washington's uh, really beat up. Tennessee defense underrated. They can really – what have these uh, ugly, ugly, ugly games where they just control time possession and their defense and Derrick Henry uh, control the game. So I definitely like uh, Tennessee to hold it down at home. Hey, 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 K-Star, you just saved the narrative, bro. We try to get through this kind of quick, so, so I can get quick, so <laughs> All right, just make it fit. All right, he picked the Titans. Jay, on you? Yeah, Titans also. T? Unanimous, Titans. All right, we're going all in on the Titans for everything that K Star said. All right, this one, um, gosh, I can't see. Oh yeah, this is this is probably the matchup. Eh, maybe one or two of the matches of the week. Uh, Ravens uh, being led by Lamar Lamar Jackson and that 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 run game now for I believe four and one since he's taken over. Uh, at the Chargers coming off a big win against. Um, 
Kansas City and um, definitely need to have a better record than Kansas City to get the division. So this is this is a big game because the Ravens are also trying to win their division. So, K-Star, who yeah. If, if you guys want to do a quick narrative, just try to keep it to 30 seconds or less, I would ask. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like Chargers beat the Ravens. So I don't find out. Yes. All right. Yep. I'm going I'm going Chargers also. Gordon's gonna be back. Momentum is real, taking Chargers. T. Any other year I'd go with the Ravens. I said the Chargers are looking different. Chargers. The Chargers are definitely truly the, the I would think I think they're the better team. My biggest question mark is the Ravens uh my biggest thing is the Ravens defense. The Ravens do play pretty good D and, and now with Lamar Jackson having really keep allowing them to have more possession time and giving that defense time to rest. Um man, this is a tough one. But right now I'm gonna go with Chargers. I will keep a close eye on this one for the remainder of the week. Okay, uh, we have the Texans at the Eagles. Uh, another big one. Texans trying to uh, lock down their division. And um, the Eagles still trying to stay in the hunt, especially after the big win against the Rams. Thank you, Eagles. Appreciate it. Fly, Eagles. Fly. Woo! Way to go, Nick Foles. Um, K-Star. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, I'm going to go with Philadelphia at home, playing really well. Uh, tough game for Houston. Okay. Philly at home. All right. Jay. I'm, I'm going Texans with this one. Uh, it's a scary game. Nick Foles looking like last year's Nick Foles potentially, but I can't stand the Eagles. I'm taking Texans. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Eagles, Texas. <laughs> All right, such emotion. Um, you know, Nick Foles always comes in off the bench and reminds me of Fitzpatrick, like I'm coming off the bench, so I got all the moxie. But um, I really think the Texans are the better team here. Uh, and at a point where they can close out their their division, I think they'll go ahead and just, and just get it done this, this week. So I'm going to take the Texans. Um, another one. I I I I put this on here uh, because even though this team cannot make the playoffs, they're still playing enough good football to disrupt this other team who's in the hunt for the playoffs and, and still on the outside looking in. And they they're they're really playing good ball. So the Giants at the Colts. The Giants I know aren't going anywhere, but they're playing some good football right now. And um, they can be a spoiler for the Colts. But does anybody want to get a Giants a, ch- a, a shot to upset the Colts here? Man, hell no. <laughs> Giants just got <laughs> shut out by Tennessee. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, this will probably go down as one of the games of the week. And um, they've already clinched home – home field throughout the playoffs, so it doesn't mean much to them, but it means a hell of a lot to the other teams. So Steelers at the Saints. K 
K-Star, we already know who you want. So, uh, Soy Brothers, yeah, give it to me. I'm, I hate this, man, because every time I pick the Steelers, they lose. Every time I pick the other team, Steelers win. But you know what? Screw it. Saints going to take it. They still have a lot to play for, and they're at home in the Dome where they're almost unbeatable. So I'm going to take the Saints. All right. T. Man, uh, Steelers been playing better, at least against the Pats. Have a lot to play for. Um, you know, everything in me says this is the making of, this is a trap game, making of an upset. But Drew Brees is going to have a big game and take me to a, a fantasy football championship. So I'm going with the, uh, I'm going with the Saints. That cannot be a reason. <laughs> That's exactly my reason. He got a big game, taking me to a fantasy football championship. Saints all the way. You better make sure Who you that? get that memo. <laughs> Look, man, um, Saints have nothing to play for. They got home field throughout the NFC. They're pretty much done. They got it wrapped up. They're good. Steelers have everything to play for, absolutely everything. Because they lose, they, they will be on the outside looking in going into week 17. Uh, I'm going to pick these Steelers to get it done. But you let me down, okay, Stop. Thanks. Thanks for the advantage. Good pick. No. Yeah, no. they're good, bro. They're locked. No. I think yes. so. No. They, yes, they, yes. No. Yes, they, yes, they, yes, no, they are. They said, it, no. they said it last night with their win. That's they're not wrong. Sit down and watch that entire they game. They do not have home field. Train. They, How, they don't. What do you mean? They don't. They're 12 and 2. They don't. They yes, do not. They're, they're 12 they're, and 2. Rams 11 and 3. The Rams win out. The Saints lose one. The Rams will get it, so it's still up for grabs. Try to tell you, Trank. Rams lose. The Rams, Rams have... out. Saints lose out. Rams get it. Okay. If the Saints have a first-round bye, they do not have home field. Right. Okay. That is that is Projected with the remaining schedule, but okay. Yeah, you can project it, but I'm just saying, they haven't locked it in yet, so they do have something to play for. Um. Right. They win this game. They've got it. Right. Okay. Chiefs at Seahawks. Um, the Chiefs are still fighting to actually win their division. Um, as long as they have – as long as they tie with San Diego, they have it. And then uh, Seahawks, I mean, they're pretty much got a, got a, got a beat on the, on the fifth seat. Uh, I don't believe anybody can catch them, but um, – They've been playing really good ball as of late and um, tend, to, tend to struggle with teams that are playing good defense and running the ball. So, Casey, are we at? Bonafide Mahomes, baby. Coming off a loss. Need that win real bad. Um, they got to win their division first, so they got all the motivation in the world. I and mean, both teams do, but Chiefs are more talented. Pat Mahomes, Bonafide. Jay. Yeah, I, I agree with K-Star. They are more talented, but the, the team that's more talented doesn't always win. That 12th man is, is real, so I'm going to take Seattle. T? I mean, yeah, T? Seattle's home, and they they they, they still don't have – you know they're not guaranteed. They, they need to win to, to get in the playoffs because they still have the Vikings and um, – you know, Eagles and the Redskins are still mathematically a part of this whole thing. So Seahawks need it. They can't. They can't 
cruise in at eight and think eight and eight is going to get them in. So they've got a lot to play for here. Um, so I'm going with the Seahawks as well. All right. I will definitely take Seattle in this contest. Getting tired of all this quarterback talk as if they can carry teams on on their own. These last few weeks have shown us that you need more than just a good quarterback to win these games. Uh, these defenses are starting to show their teeth, and I'm loving every bit of it. So going with Seattle. All right, man, that's the pick six. All right, excellent. Uh, final thoughts. We'll start with uh, Dr. Train. Uh, I just keep it simple, man. It feels good to actually be competitive and be in the postseason. Looking forward to January. Hope my team continues to finish strong. There's a chance to get a first-round bye. Uh, the only thing that sucks about the, about the Green Bay Packers game is that Eddie Jackson went down with an injury trying to just go down because he made the, made what he considered a game-filling interception. So he was trying to go down, got his foot caught in the grass, and sprained his ankle. So um, good thing is that we got we, we're we're pretty much in the playoffs, so we can pretty much rest him, uh, and we'll be playing at least one home game. So go Bears, Monsters of the Midway, win it! All right, King of the North. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> yep, another big game this Sunday. Uh, big Ben took out Brady. Time to take out Breeze on the road. We pretty difficult, but I'm really looking forward to the game. Not really sure how it's not the Sunday night football game, but CBS probably didn't want to let that one go. Or Fox, I'm not sure which outlet is covering it. Network is uh, covering it, but I'm sure everyone will see it. I'm looking forward to that game. And best luck to everyone's team this Sunday except for the Saints fans out there. Mm-hmm. All right, JB. Uh, two things. One, uh, good luck, T, on your uh, championship. We'll go out there and get it. I'm in the constellation in both leagues, which obviously don't mean a damn thing, but I hate losing. <laughs> I'm going to bring it. I, I, I'm just going to bring it. I don't care. Sorry. And lastly, speaking of bringing it, Cowboys need to bring it this week. Um, they, they've got the talent. Somebody else got to step up, though. They, they got to they got to get more more folks involved, get this W. So I'm looking forward to a dub when when uh, Sunday night comes. All right, thanks, gentlemen. Uh, not a lot to say. Catch me maybe on TV tomorrow. Maybe uh, if not, you'll certainly see my company on TV. So check us out. Uh, there will be no show next Tuesday night. For obvious reasons, uh, it is Christmas Day, so um, I'm going to allow uh, all of us to enjoy our Christmas with uh, whoever we choose to enjoy it with. Um, I'm hoping <laughs> that my Christmas will be full of celebration over my Cowboys winning the NFC East, over me winning a fantasy football uh, championship, and over C- uh, uh, the Saints beating the Steelers. But anyway, um <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't even do that. I shouldn't even whoa, do that. I, I, whoa. I know that was that was rough. That was rough. Case start. That was rough. Um, uh, so that's 
So I, I don't know, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, what we're going to do as far as the show next week goes. Uh, my inclination at this point is to not do one at all. Maybe I'll come on and do like a lunchtime show or something, but uh, I'll reach out to these guys and see if anyone has any time off. Maybe we can figure something out next week. It will not be on Christmas Day, but maybe we can squeeze something in during the week next week if these guys have any time. Um, I don't go back to work January 7th. Okay, well, I don't go back. Uh, I'm, I, next week I'm off, so I have time next week myself. And uh, but I, I'll, yep. I'll email it. I'll email or text you guys and see if there's a night uh, or a day. If, if we if we're off, maybe there's a day we do a show during the day. But I'll reach out to you guys and see. So um, I want to take this time to wish everybody whatever you celebrate. Um, you know, first I'll say happy holidays and be politically correct. But then, of course, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. I think this whole thing, this whole, you know, I'm as, I'm as, you know, I understand culture and diversity and the times we're in as much as the next guy. But come on now, baby, it's cold outside. It's not offensive. The song is 74 years old. I think we need to take a deep breath and not take each other so seriously. Okay? I think we need to chill out a little bit here. I think that's just a little, we're taking this a little too far. All right, everybody? So, um Everybody have a great holiday. Enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the games. Got games on Saturday this week, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So, you know, a lot of football, a lot of good games. Enjoy them all. Uh, Merry Christmas to all my to my co-hosts. Hope you all have a great holiday. And, uh, hey, we'll catch up with you guys next week because, you know, this weekend again, all feuds will be settled on the field. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.